Welcome to Lighthouse Chapel International, Columbus, Ohio. We invite you to discover the life-changing anointed Word of God as you listen to this message by Reverend Gilbert Asamoah. Reverend Gilbert Asamoah is a well-seasoned minister who serves as the General Overseer of the Raccoon Diocese in Lighthouse Chapel International, USA. Founded by Bishop Dag Heward Mills with over 1,800 branches worldwide. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. Jesus at the center of it all. Oh, and Jesus at the center of it all. Oh, from beginning to the end, it will always be, it's always be. Jesus at the center of it all. And Jesus at the center of it all. From beginning to the end, yeah, it will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Yeah, Jesus. Let's sing it again. Jesus at the center. Jesus at the center of it all. Oh, and Jesus at the center of it all. Yeah, from beginning to the end. It will always be, it's always been you, Jesus. Hey, Jesus, nothing else, nothing else matters, Lord God. Nothing in this world will do. Oh, Jesus, you're the center, and everything revolves around you. Oh, Jesus, you, nothing nothing else matters, Lord, nothing in the world will do. Jesus, you're the center, and everything revolves around you, oh, Jesus, you, and from my heart to the heavens, Jesus, be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens. And Jesus be the center. It's all about Yes, it's all about Yes, it's all about you. From my heart to the heavens, Jesus be the center. It's all about you. Yes, it's all about you. Oh, nothing else, nothing else matters. Yes. Nothing in this world will do. Oh, 
Jesus, Jesus, you're the center, and everything revolves around you. Oh, Jesus, you, it's all about you, Jesus. Yeah. It's all about you, Lord. It's that simple. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. Oh, it's all about you, Lord. You, Lord. Hey, it's all about it's all about you jesus hey, it's all about you lord it's all about you lord Lord, it's all about it's all about it's all about you jesus yeah it's all, it's all, it's all about you, Lord. Our coming here, our praying, our fellowship, hey, it's all about you, Jesus. Hey, it's all, it's all, it's all, it's all about you, Lord. Lord, our desire to live for you, our Christian walk, our daily walk, it's all all about you, Jesus. Yeah, it's all, it's all. It's all about you, Lord. Our desire for church growth, our desire for increase, oh God. It's all about you, Jesus. Oh, it's all, it's all. It's all about you, Lord our prayers our heart desires that we may live for you god it's all about you jesus oh there's no turning back no turning back now it's all about you lord that you will fill us with your spirit fill us with your life fill us with your anointing because it's all about you jesus oh it's all about you lord it's all about you lord Fill us to overflowing. May our churches increase, oh God. It's all about you, Jesus. Yeah. It's all about you, Lord. At the center of it all, it's you that I seek. It's you that I seek. Oh, at the center, at the center of it all, oh, it's you that I seek. It's you that I see, Lord, at the center, at the center of it all. Oh, it's you that, it's you that I seek, it's you that I see. There is power. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. As we lift our voice in praise, oh, it's you that I see. Yes, it's you that I see at the center of it all. 
at the center of it all. Oh, it's you that I, it's you that I seek, oh God, it's you that I see. Lord, at the center, at the center of it all, oh, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. There is power. There is power in your name. Miracles happen in your name. Lord, as we live, as we lift our voice and pray, it's you that I see. It's you that I see. That's why we call him Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God. That is who you are. You are Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, my God. That is who you are. Oh, Waymaker, Waymaker. Miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Lord, you are the way maker, way maker, miracle worker, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the Darkness, My God, that is who you are. Oh, Waymaker, Waymaker, Miracle Worker, Promise Keeper, Light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Let's just for a moment, let's just thank him. Let's exalt him. He's the center of it all. He's the center of it all. It's him that we seek. It's him that we seek. Oh, and there is actually real power that happens when we call on his name. There's real power that happens when we call on him. And he's at the center of all our activities, oh God. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord. It's all about you, Jesus. It's all about you, Lord, oh God. Our prayer. You, our coming you, here, you, our work with you, it is all about you, O God. May we not lose that focus, Lord. May we not lose that direction, O God. May we be quickened in that work, O God. May we move forward purposefully in you, in you, more of you, more of your ability, more of your grace, O God. Rakozi atate likibaba, radoli brezi antini biansi ateleka, rekoli bilia pakata andeleki haba, iandeleki zana ba. We give you glory, your God. Marvelous King, marvelous Lord, glorious Messiah. We exalt you. We exalt you on high, O God. Rekazene blako ziha, rezi atatandele kibaba. Ilantolo blese kibaba bala bosaba. In the name of Jesus, oh God, we thank you. Simply devoted to you, oh Lord. Simply devoted to you, oh Lord. I lost my life to follow you. Oh, 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 oh. 
Those lives that I live is not I that live. For me to live is That is our prayer, and I believe that is your prayer as well. We want to be simply, simply devoted to you. Oh, oh Lord. I lose my life to follow you. Oh, this life that I live is not I that live yet for me to live this Lord, simply devoted, simply. Oh, we want to be devoted to you, Jesus. We want to be devoted to you, oh God. The life, the life to follow you. Oh, hey, the life that I live is not, is not I. That is for me to live this path. Oh, one more time, we want to be simply devoted, simply devoted all to you, oh Lord. Yes, I lose my life to follow you. Oh, the life that I live is no longer right, is no longer right. I live for me to live this time. The life that I live, the life that I live, oh, the life that I lose my life to follow you. Oh, the life that I live is not I that live. Oh, for me to live is Christ. The life that I live, the life that I live, oh, the life that I live, the life that I live is not my own. For me to live is Christ. The life that I live, the life that I live, oh, oh, oh. the life that I live, the life that I live. It's not my own for me to live is mine. Oh, the life that I live, the life that I live, oh, the life that I live, the life that I live is not my own for me to live is mine. Wanna say simply devoted, simply devoted to you. Oh, oh Lord, I lose my life to follow you. Oh, the life that I live is, is no longer mine. For me to live is right. Simply devoted, simply devoted, simply devoted to you. Oh, oh Lord, yes, I lose my life to follow you. Oh Lord, the life that I live. me to live is Christ. Father, we thank you so much for this evening, O oh God. The life that we live is definitely not our own because we can't design this new life that you have made through us, O oh God. 
because we, we are not the initiators of this idea you are the originator oh god and we live in you we live and move in you guide us and direct our paths every single day of our lives oh god and tonight as we assemble to hear your word may your word come in strength and power oh god and neutralize every case every declaration every incantation against our lives oh god may be liberated may you may the curse be lifted may the burden be lifted oh god by your word tonight oh lord in the mighty name of jesus we pray amen amen are you excited to be in church amen god is here and his choice servant is here with us amen shall we put our hands together if you can rise to your feet let's put our hands together and welcome his servant reverend gilbert asamoah amen hallelujah amen heavenly father thank you so much for loving us and drawing us to your side to your presence thank you for your kindness your mercy that you don't just tolerate us you actually love us or better still you like us we pray oh god in the name of jesus that we will fully enter into our inheritance as descendants of the last adam as a people that you have redeemed through the blood of christ so that the curse has no more power over us in the name of jesus amen amen are you working on the volume i seem it seems like i have to shout louder all right how to neutralize curses by the powers of the age to come how to neutralize curses by the powers of the age to come. I believe last week we spent a lot of time talking about curses, examples of curses, and the origin of curses. Is that not so? Yeah, we, we, we emphasize the fact that when you look at how things are going zigzag in the world, or you see a pattern that seems to be repeating, those things are usually evidence of a curse. And then we went to the Bible to find out the first time curse was mentioned. Because we said there is something called the law of first mention. When something appears the first time in the Bible, it usually sets the tone for its development throughout the whole Bible. So for instance, I believe the first time um, house of God was mentioned, that concept, house of God, was when Jacob saw the ladder and what was said about the house of God then defines what the house of God is. He said, this is the house of God, this is the gate of heaven. So, so that tells us what the house of God is supposed to be. Um, the first time it was mentioned, then in the New Testament, Jesus also took it up when he was talking to Nathaniel, and Jesus said that um, you will see angels ascending and descending on the Son of Man. And that imagery and metaphor came directly from Genesis 28 about, you know, what um, what he saw, what uh, Jacob saw. So, so now the, the house of God being a gate of heaven where there's a ladder going to heaven now Jesus is saying I am the house of God hallelujah so then you take it so if you go from the Old Testament you take it through the development of the house of God the, the tabernacle the temple which was a physical structure by the time you come to Christ the house is a, a human being Christ of which you and I belong so that the church is actually the house is actually the people that's why by the time you get to the book of Revelation, you will see that the, the um, New Jerusalem that is coming down from heaven, which had an architectural description, by the time you get to that, you see that it's actually the bride of Christ. So God uses these types to convey the deeper message to his people. Amen. 
And so let's go to um, Genesis 3 and from verse 13 and just quickly go over that. Because uh, the Lord said to the woman, what is this you have done? Hallelujah. Okay. Um, which verse did he speak to the serpent? Is it verse 12 or verse 11? It was later. Where, where did the, the, the judgment begin? Verse 14. Okay. So the Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this. Okay. So then start from 13. So 13, God has not, um, it was just interrogation. Judgment has not yet started, but it's just trying to find, a, it's a, what do you call it? Find, finding of facts. Yeah, fact find. The Lord God said to the woman, what is it that you have done? The woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate. And then that verse is where the judgment be began. The Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, you are cursed more than all cattle. Hallelujah. So that's the first time the word cursed appeared in the Bible. And the one who was, entity who was cursed, or first cursed, was the serpent. For allowing himself to be used by the devil. Amen. So, that 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 is uh that is uh you know th there are a lot of lessons here that a curse because the devil has already been cursed and driven out but then by associating yourself with a cursed person you can also become cursed that's the lesson about the serpent that it yielded itself to the devil hallelujah uh, bishop was talking recently about a book or a movie i forgot it. what is a book or a movie in which uh, somebody, a, a woman had her boyfriend kill her mother. Do you get it? Her boyfriend killed her mother. And when the thing came to court and they were trying, the uh, boy said that, you know, it was, it was the, the, the woman. I mean, the, the girlfriend who had, had him do that. And so the woman in her, in her defense... She made a statement. She said that it is true, but he should have known better. <laughs> Do you get it? He should have known better. So he, he cannot defend himself in saying that I made him do it. He should have known better that I was not in my right mind for, to, to, uh, to uh, have my, my, my mother be killed. So, so Bishop said, since watching that movie or whatever, that clause, he should have known better, stuck with him. Do you get it? And so who you allow to influence you, whatever is on them comes on you. That's the lesson about the serpent. All right? And then on your belly you shall go. Okay, next verse, 15. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise your head and you shall bruise his heel. Actions have consequences. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your sorrow. Okay? Your desire shall be for your husband. Okay? 17. And then to Adam he said, because you have heeded to the voice of your wife. And have eaten from the tree of which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat of it. Cursed is the ground for yourself. For me, it is comforting to know. MS Eugene, it is comforting for me to know that God didn't curse Adam. <laughs> Amen. Hallelujah. He cursed the ground for your sake. But the for your sake is telling. Very telling. When is it for your sake? It's like because of you. Amen. In toil you shall eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. So thorns and thistles are representative. Thorns and thistles are the fruit of the herbs or the plants. It, it's a sign of it's a sign of poverty or lack. It's a sign of getting what the opposite of what you want. Amen. You can't eat thorns and thistles. By the way, remember when Christ was crucified, they put what a crown of thorns around his head. He, it was like he was carrying the curse. That goes all the way back to Genesis as to what the thorns represent. It represents the curse that was given to Adam. And Christ took it upon himself. Amen. Amen. And so thorns and thistles it shall bring forth for you, and you shall eat the herb of the field. In the sweat of your face you shall eat bread. Till you return to the ground, for out of it you were taken, for thus you are, and to thus you shall return. It's a very sad day. It's a very sad day. In the, I can believe that, I can sense that even the animals felt it. You know, one of the things you need to understand 
is that there is a type of symbiosis between us and the earth. Hallelujah. Because, because um, there's a scripture that says that the all creation is craving and waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. So in other words, when the sons of God enter into our proper rule, the creation itself will be blessed. Hallelujah. And right here we are seeing it directly how as a result of as a result of Adam's behavior, the earth has been cursed. Amen. You know, and so and so and so the picture you get here is that a curses originated because of falling out of God's standards. Amen. And then B, curses have a way of association. There's an association element to a curse. That's what they tell they told us when we were children, you know. Don't go around shaking people's hands by heart. And, the, and don't go anywhere. As don't eat anybody, just anybody's food. And it may seem spooky and superstitious, but you discover that it is because our, our ancestors, our parents and our parents' parents, they knew how real curses were. Sometimes somebody is completely healthy, and they say that he wants to turn and step on something, and all of a sudden their, <laughs> their legs are swollen. Amen. You think this thing only happens in Africa. It happens here too. You'll be surprised. The things that go on, the things that go on that is not reported, you have no idea. Amen. So, um, the purpose of coming here was to set the tone for the curse. Now, now, what did we say about curse? We said that curse, curses came because of disobedience to God. And then there's, there's an association like uh, uh, when you associate with a cursed person and you yield to them, the curse comes on you as well. But the other aspect also is that is the jurisdiction or the geographical arena or the place of influence of the curse. Now, the reason why this curse is important, and as you read the book, How to Neutralize Curse, you, there are several passages in the Bible, especially in the writings of Moses, where there are specific curses that are listed, like, you know, Deuteronomy 28, hallelujah. But the thing that makes this passage of Genesis 3, the curse that is described here, is the jurisdiction for which it covers. Hallelujah. Because, you see, the curses in Genesis 28, they are specific curses associated with certain behaviors. Like, if you do this, you have this. If you do this, you have that. Hallelujah. So, so, so it is tied to the behavior. Do you get it? But the Genesis 3 curse of the ground, it was not just a, 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 a latitude 4 and longitude 7. The ground is the whole earth. So then, so then this curse is the mother of all curses. If, 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 you, if you like. The mother of all curses. And then the description of the curse of the ground is that it is going to bring forth thorns and thistles. You plant. Some guy, he was into, uh, what do you call it? He had some money and he wanted to do, do business. You know. And the business that he was doing was to sell yam. And he had some trucks to carry yam from here to here. And initially, the business was doing well. And then you know how it is. Sometimes you need to know how to scale something. But this guy jumped from, I think, one truck. You know, that not the truck as in uh, Brother Elvis truck. That's not what I'm talking about. Truck as in, no, 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 no. Truck as in, oh. kaya, kaya truck. <laughs> the, the, one that we, we, they put, the one that they pull. I don't know whether they still use it back home. Amen. So, maybe he started from that, that type of quantity of yam. And then because he's going well, the next thing you know, he's buying big size tipper truck type and then, I think somebody advised him that, look, take it easy. He said, oh, no, the promises that the people have made, they are going to pay me right now. Do you know that, uh, I think what Bishop was telling the story, I think there was one trip, on one trip, all the yams, something happened on the way. And you know, when you're in a country where the roads are not reliable, you have to be careful. <laughs> so... This person has taken all his capital and invested in this yam business. And it's like on one trip, his, all his capital was lost because the, 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 the uh, yams got spoiled. Amen. 
Bishop Dark also said when he was doing a, he was doing his uh, sand and stone contractor business. You know, he he bought a tipper truck, and it was he was making money. He was he was he was doing the church, and 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 I think at that time he had stopped being a doctor, but he was he was doing these small small things to adjust and to help the income. Amen. No, I don't think he has, stopped, he has stopped being a doctor. He was doing that, but the, the medical, I mean, when you finish uh, um, medical school initially, you are not paid much. So he was doing the church as a lay pastor. He was doing the, the, the um, practicing his medicine. He was having this other business, like sand and stone contractor business. And he said he was even bringing more money than the, the hospital work he was doing. And then he said um, he was traveling to at the England for on a scholarship for a, a brief period, like a three-month period, he won a scholarship. Um, probably in the final year, so he probably wasn't practicing medicine yet. So in the final year, he did so well, and then he was given a scholarship to go for a, a brief period. And so when he was going, he said he handed over the tipper truck business to a friend, but he said his father-in-law told him that it wasn't a good idea. It wasn't a good idea. The tipper track type of thing, you should be here to supervise every bit, bit of it. He said, no, 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 no. I have made this provision. I have done this. I have done this. You see, the thing about making money in this world, eh, once somebody said, all you have to do is immediately go back and close your ears. When you hear all you have to do is that's an oversimplification of what really it takes to do something. Because it's a lot more than when you hear all you have to do is. Because of this thing that we are talking about, the, the curse, he said, by the sweat, you are going to um, enjoy. And so Bishop Dark said he didn't listen to his father-in-law because he has been very analytical. <laughs> that, that all the basis in such a way that because sometimes when you're going to do something, people can advise you the dangers involved. It doesn't mean don't do the thing, right? Often, they are just trying to, you know, things that you may not have thought about. So he found that he had answers for everything. And so he went to England and came back. And then he called his friend, come and do sales. First of all, where is the track? <laughs> the thing had developed a problem. Instead of, he said, instead of the person bringing me money, I came to inherit debt. Because the thing has broken down, not even a penny. The thing has been breaking down so many times. The guy, he said, what were you, how were you using it? I used it all this way, it never broke down. He said, I should have listened to my father-in-law. Do you get it? So rather, the little money that he brought, he has to go and settle debt. I'm saying this to say that in this world, because of the curse of the earth, it's very difficult to make it to a certain level. Yeah. Using just natural factors. Hallelujah. Yeah. When somebody is doing something, they are doing well, you say, oh, me too, I'm going to do the same thing. It doesn't work that way. Hallelujah. Me and my friend, Anthony, I used to say Anthony, and my wife said, no, we don't say Anthony. It's Anthony. Because <laughs> me, I didn't go to school in Cape Coast. So that you, you say Anthony. No, so you say Anthony. So me and my friend <laughs> Anthony, we said we were planting a, what do you call it, a garden of cabbages. And then we would harvest and go and sell. And we had learned in agri science, you know, everything that you have to do, you buy the seeds and then you make the beds. Because we were practicing our agri science. Do you get it? We made the beds and then and then there's a way you water. We had this thing that we had bought. Watering can, yes. And then, and then also we had fertilizer that we could use. And then we also had, what do you call it, uh, insecticide to fight. But none of those things worked. Amen. The tract of land that we had, and we had calculated, we had done the math. How many individual seedlings, and then how much each size of cabbage times the average price. And how much we are going to make minus the cost, and how much we are going to share between ourselves. He, he, he and I, we lost contact recently. Somebody gave me his number, so I have to call him. Anthony. <laughs> Do you know that as the thing started to bad, these this guys 
caterpillar looking creatures. They started biting it at the base. So a lot of it didn't materialize. We got some, but then it's not as we thought. All this thing is to tell you that there is a curse in the earth. Hallelujah. Because of what Adam did. But thank God so much that things didn't end that way. Amen. So let's go to the book of Galatians. So the first G, G3. G3, Genesis 3. Okay, the good G3 is Galatians 3. So let's go to that place. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 12. Yet the law is not of faith, but the man who does them shall live by them. 13. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law, having become a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone who hangs on a tree. That the blessing of Abraham might come upon the Gentiles in Christ Jesus, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Hallelujah. So go back to 13. Uh, I mean, um, yeah, 13 to 14. Christ has redeemed us from the curse of the law. So all that we have said so far about the curse of the ground, the, uh, the sin of Adam, and the thing that had come, you, we must understand that if God wanted to destroy Adam and Eve completely, he created them. It would have been easy to, to, to destroy them. Hallelujah. I mean, one of the things that touches my heart is when God walked into the garden and he said, Adam, where are you? Then he said, blah, 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 I'm afraid, blah, blah, blah. Then he said, why are you afraid? Have you eaten? Of course, God knew what they had done. But in the, in the process of fact-finding and dialogue, Adam was confessing his sins. And then he made a very telling statement to the woman, what is this that you have done? That thing that she had done was not just eating the fruit, but all the consequences of the all the fruits of what she had eaten. Hallelujah. All the wars throughout history, all the atrocities, all the rapes, all the murders, all the diseases. You see, you see last week, was it two weeks ago? We, uh, or three weeks ago, we had a dear sister in Chicago church die. And she, she was, uh, how old was she? She was in her 30s, I think. Brother David's wife. Was she not in her 30s? Oh, you didn't hear about it? Oh, forgive me, I should have mentioned it. I mean, Brother David in Chicago church. When we were there, he was one of the technical people. You know, very, very happy looking, smiling. His wife has passed of breast cancer. You know. But I'm saying this to show how sad this world became as a result of as a result of the fall and, and the curse that came. Hallelujah. Well, little children, I mean between six and thirteen, I think. You know, very, very sad. So so when God said, What is it that you have done? It is it it was for all the bad things that came upon the earth. Okay. But it, there is a deep mystery to, to what the disobedience of Adam and Eve caused. Hallelujah. But then I also want you to see a picture of grace. Because right in Genesis, right in Genesis, A, if what they have done, I mean, uh, the Bible said, love covers a multitude of sins. But put yourself in God's shoes, okay? If you create a beautiful paradise and you create a beautiful place, and you have good plans that the earth that you have created, because the Bible says, he said, let us create man in our image, in, in our likeness. Do you get it? What was the purpose of creating Adam and Eve in his image and his likeness? So that Adam and Eve will act as him on his behalf. It's like a delegated authority. So that with the delegated authority, when, when someone delegates authority to you, what are you supposed to use authority for? Do what? Do what the person would have done if they were doing it themselves. That's what the delegated the, the authority is. So, so the beautiful place they has God had plans for them and had plans for the place. So you walk in one day in one single act, they have spoiled it. Hallelujah! Like I had cooked uh, uh, what do you call beans when I was a, a, a student at Legon. One day I had prepared beans, and you know. We were living on student loans. Had they started in your time, did you take loans? Yeah. 
it started, I think, the people two years before us. Before it was free. But at the point, they introduced loans. Amen. <laughs> and so, there's a, there's a, there's a, when you cook, there's a budget to it. There's a number of days that you are planning for it to, to last. And then I have a friend of mine who had come to perch with me, and he was doing his, uh, bettering his A-levels at a nearby high school. Amen. So I went to, um, uh, what do you call it, Bam Library, and I came. And when I was coming, and my, my room was 409. And the 409 room was like almost in the middle. I was living in the annex. And the portes, I was right above the portes. Do you get it? And so it, is at, it was at a strategic, strategic place to broadcast the smell of burnt beans. Do you get a picture? So as I was coming, people are shouting, why? What is going on? For all now, you have you are, you are spot the place. Because word has gone around that burnt beans has happened in the place. And so when I came in, poor fellow. So, so, so who do you think was feeling bad more? The guy who burned the beans or me? The guy who burned it because he's, he's a young person and he's feeling bad not only because of how I'm feeling, but it's also now public knowledge. And the whole building, it has become a, a big something. And not only that, this beans is perhaps what, what we were both going to eat. <laughs> and so now when I walked in, I was sad, angry. Oh, what is it that you have done? But you see, the, what, what, see, see, what I'm using, I'm using something that appears trivial. But at that stage in my life, that set of beings meant a lot. <laughs> Do you get it? And obviously, the scale is one million to one. When you compare to, I'm just trying to paint a picture to you that what had happened. But then, but then, when I looked at the situation, I realized that first of all, the bees are already what? Bent. You can't reclaim it. Number two, this guy is also my friend. What am I going to do? Scream? Throw a fit? Or what am I going to do? <laughs> and then I was also feeling sorry for him. Amen. I was feeling sorry for him. And so all I did was that, don't worry about it. Tonight we shall eat can fish. <laughs> we, shall, we, shall, we shall go to the uh, cafeteria area and eat can fish. So, so, the picture I get is that when they had spoiled his world, when God came in and he, they had covered themselves with what? Leaves to cover their nakedness. What was covering them before was the glory of God. So they couldn't see their nakedness. But now the glory has departed and all of a sudden they, are, they have a need to cover themselves. But the, the nakedness was not just physical nakedness. There was also, there was also a stigma. There was also a stain. There was a disdaining, undignified phenomenon that they have brought upon themselves. And the only cure for that was blood had to be shed. And so the Lord, when he came, I'm, I'm saying that his kindness, it touches my heart that he didn't destroy them. Because if you are God and you have all the power in your hands in the world and the people that you gave something to didn't handle it well, what is the easier way to handle solve the uh, problem? Destroy them and create a new one. I mean, God is not, if he used death to create uh, Adam, there's more death. So it showed me how kind God is. That he, he gave Adam a chance. That he didn't destroy him. That you, you have spoiled something, but I'm going to reform you. But there's going to be a little suffering. There will be some suffering involved. And, and your whole race is going to be affected. But there will be a redemption that is coming. So, so, I, I ask, so, so it's like God is making things too hard for him, himself. Do you get it? It's like you are preparing, a, you are preparing a, what do you call it, a, some stew or some, something, and then that thing has pot. Instead of starting all over from the scratch, like maybe you put too much of something in, okay, too much salt or too much pepper, and the way the thing is, it has you, the, the easier way is to start from the scratch. Instead, you go to the place and you, uh, you buy more tomatoes, you buy some tomatoes to add more, many other things to it to neutralize the effect. That is what God did with Adam and, and all the way to us. Instead of, 
instead of destroying the human race that he had created, which he could have created, who was to stand there and ask him? Who had the ability to ask him, why are you not, uh, uh, why are you doing something new? Nobody can ask God. You see, that, so that's the thing, that when you think of God and the power that he has, that he doesn't answer to anyone, and yet, and yet, he can love us in our disobedience, and he can love us in our, our infirmities, and he can love us so much, so much as, not, not to condone with our sins, no, but to reform us and to enable us to be better. For me, that is, that is a healing balm. That, that, is, that is what gets me going. Amen. That's what gives me hope. That's, that's what, uh, it, it makes me, it may, uh, it's like, I, 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 my mind is sane because of the love of God. Because when I think of his love, and how he didn't destroy Adam and Eve, and he allowed them to live, and killed somebody, somebody had to die, there was a little hurting somewhere, but he allowed them to live. So this scripture, you should read Genesis chapter 3, and read these two, you should, you should what they were just push them side by side. Because the picture in Genesis 3, if you don't read it well, it may seem like God is being harsh. But the reason why I gave you the picture of the Ben stew, and I gave you the picture of how God restrained himself, is to show that even before Christ came, there was a picture of redemption in Genesis 3. Do you get it? And so once you begin to see that, then there is hope for us that even though the world is full of curses, God has given us a means to neutralize it. Put your hands together unto the Lord. Once again, we couldn't get into our... <laughs> but God is with us. Let's rise up and begin to thank God. And bring him an offering. Heavenly Father, we are grateful to you. Thank you for healing us. Thank you for hope and strength. And now we bring to you our hearts. We give you our heart and our offerings. We believe that you receive us and receive our offerings to the glory of your name and for the promotion of your work through Jesus our Lord. Amen.